0: Check, check, mic check.
1: 60 Show. Presented by and
2: On PrepMX.com.
1: Taking your calls and looking ahead to the races. With your host, Steve
3: Mathis. Welcome, everybody. It's January 1st, 2015. Holy shit. It's a new year. Shocking. Thanks, everybody, for listening. It's been a while since we've done this. We're back. Fly Racing Moto 60 Show presented by N-Fab. We're going to do this every Thursday before a race for an hour. And we're going to talk about the upcoming race. A little different than some of the review shows we do and some of the things that we've done on other platforms. This is a look ahead to the race, what we're going to see, who's going to do well, etc., etc. It's January 1st, 2015. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in and checking out the Fly Racing Moto 60 Show. Presented by NFAB. Uh, back in the studio um, after, uh, you know, we did the show for the Outdoors. He's back and uh, producing the show, taking your calls, holding everything down behind the scenes. And uh, still with uh, absolutely uh, no doubt in his mind that Ryan Dungie will be winning the 2015 Monster Energy Supercross Series. It's the Tiss Legendary.
4: Me and JT are on the same page.
3: Yeah. Yeah, you guys are. You're Dungey believers.
4: Consistency is key. Don't
3: forget that. Well... Yeah, you got these kids coming in, thinking they're going to be all that. And you know Ryan Dungey's just going to be there racking up podiums. He may not win. He'll be on the podium. So, so you, this is your guy? This is your year? Um, haven't haven't changed in the past. Why change now, right? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Fly Racing Moto 60s presented by NFAB. Uh, Fly Racing Light Hydrogen Gear has revolutionized the world of light rate racing apparel. Inspired by Andre Canard and Andrew Short, the Light Hydrogen Line has been... Fine-tune over the past four years to set the standard in what riders expect out of racewear. Uh, it's got a patented 2D buckle system. Uh, watch for your favorite fly riders wearing the light hydrogen at a Supercross near you. For more information, check out FlyRacing.com or follow them on social media at FlyRacingUSA. 702-586-7857. 702-586 pulp we'll take your calls now about 2015 Anaheim 1 coming up we're also going to give away a set of light hydrogen gear fly racing light hydrogen gear to a random caller that's right just some random caller anybody that we deem deserves this deserves this gear makes a good makes a, uh, a concerted a concerted effort to get on ask a good question and get off that's the more important don't ramble could, be concise. You, you could win this gear. That's right. Uh, NFAB Jeep and Truck Products. They're industry leader in making quality Nerf bars, pre runners, and other off road accessories. They design and manufacture the strongest, most durable, best looking bars around there. They're uh, made in the USA, and they've been doing it since the late 80s. N FAB.com. JGR, Toyota, NFAB, Yamaha team of Barsha and Pike, and maybe Nicoletti coming soon. But this weekend, it'll be Pike and Barsha on the JGR Yamahas, and uh, they'll be on the NFAB team. Um, with, will be on JGR team with uh, lots of support from NFAB. I uh, want to know your opinion uh, coming up this year. What you think uh, the rookies, we've touched on the rookies. We got uh, Anderson and Sealy and Wilson and Baggett. Who's going to be the best one out of those guys? Who's going to do it? Um, take a look into that. Uh, also, um, uh, who's going to win the title? I've got seven guys. Maybe you got more Roxon, Dungey, Tomac, Reed. Barsha, Kennard, Millsaps. Seven guys that could win this title. Now, hard to think that there's going to be seven different race winners. Never mind seven guys that win the title because injuries happen. And to get seven different race winners, we really struggle uh, with that from on, on a year-to-year basis. But, hey, maybe this year. No Villapoto, Of course, James Stewart. You know what happened with that. Um, what do you think about James Stewart? Give us a call 702-586-757. Uh it was a little uh, harsh, no doubt about it. I I can't really uh Yeah, I mean I think he should have got something, but I don't think he should have got that. So, um all right, right off the bat, let's get to Derek. Derek, what's up man? Yeah, I'm just wondering uh if
2: you had to pick, who do you think's walking away with the most win for 50
3: Um I think Roxon. Um, if Roxanne stayed with KTM, Derek, I would think – I would probably be more, uh, I know, more you, confident. You, I've heard it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'd be more confident. But I still think he's – I mean, what do you think?
2: I honestly think Rockson's going to be better on the Suzuki than he was on the KTM. Why? But I, Why do you I think he's going to have the late season fall off again. Uh-huh. And uh, it's weird for me to say this because I'm not even a huge fan, but I honestly think Millsap is going to have the most win. What? Yeah. Okay. Him or Kennard. I mm-hmm. prefer to see Kennard, but I actually think it's going to be Millsap. Yep.
3: And I think at the end of the year, it's going to come down to Dungey and Reed. Well, that'd be cool. That'd be great to see yeah. those two guys going at it. I, I mean, you think Roxon's going to be better than he was last year, and you think Millsap's going to have more wins, the most wins out of anybody, but yet you think the title's going to come down to Dungey and Reed. <laughs> so oh, I, I
2: think Reed will be in there with like one win or something like that. But yeah. he yeah. to be there in the points. Because he's going to stack podiums all year long. Same yep. with Dungey. Yeah, I could see Dungey being in it without even getting a win.
3: Yeah, no. Hey, you only got one last year. You got second in the series. You know. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. It, I, mean, I just think uh, without JS Seven there and without RV there, we always, I mean, just straight up uh, JS and RV. I feel had Dunge covered in speed um, without a doubt, um, and I don't, and maybe Kenny. So other than that, though, those three guys. I mean, there's uh with those guys, two of those guys gone. Um, you know who's got Dungey covered in, in pure raw speed? Uh, maybe Roxin now. You know, yeah, so,
2: Trey. I think Trey's gonna be the fastest guy this year. But yeah, I yeah, know he, he, consistency he, will be his problem, right?
3: Right, right. Yeah, it's a long series. I mean, he has made it through a couple of series now, uh, healthy, uh, and made it all the way. But uh, I mean, it's crazy when you think of his run at the end of the outdoors. So, and I mean, he was beating Roxon and beating Dungey and all those guys no problem. And so why not, why can't he keep doing it? And Millsaps, I was uh, surprised as shit that he won the monster energy cup. Never saw that coming on my end, you know? So maybe I, maybe I'm way off on that. So, all right. Thanks, Derek. Appreciate it, man. All right. Happy new year. You too, man. All right. Noah, what's going on, man? Welcome to the fly race and moto 60 show. What's happening? Noah.
0: Oh, Hey, sorry. Um, I had a quick question. Uh, considering actually that you were just talking about Roxton's speed um I mean, i'm a i am am a huge Roxton fan, but um kind of this stuff I want to get your thoughts on what uh what you thought about like Rockson's new attitude like for this season. It seems uh you know now that he 's on r c h and he 's a head guy uh it seems like he 's kind of got a lot more freedom to do stuff like you see like on social media like or on Instagram like he went like snowboarding the other day. And stuff like that. And do you think it's just because, like, maybe he doesn't have Roger, you know, like looking down his back, or is it just that you like Terry and like Ricky and like all those guys, you know, just kind of like have uh, let him have some freedom and have fun? I, I
3: don't know. I mean, didn't he, didn't you seem? I mean, I don't know Kenny that well. Um, I know people who know him well, though. I think he's doing the same thing he was at KTM. He's maybe not eating as many as much Chipotle anymore because Alden Baker. But I mean, he's yeah, always he's always been kind of a free spirit. You know, he's always been kind of those guy, one of those guys that. Like you don't see a lot of him, uh, you know. Hashtag grind it. Hashtag work. Um, yeah, he doesn't do, and I think he does that on purpose. He's he he he, just, he chooses to let people see the fun side of him, but you know he's putting in work yeah. behind the scenes. You know.
0: Yeah, I de- No, yeah, I definitely agree. I was just, um, I was just thinking because you know, you know, now that he's a head guy and, and, and you know he you know, he's got a year behind him, you know. Is yeah. This- Cause like granted, like you said, he does like you know he's always been an open and a, like a free spirit kind of guy. Yeah. But now it seems like he's having you know like a lot more fun and you know he's not like uh it's not like he's still like I guess like watched over or whatever. Right.
3: Well, yeah, th- there's th- there's that part of it too. I know he wasn't pumped with KTM um, the way certain things were going down with his bike, and mm-hmm. and then you know there's always and I mean I've been I, I don't know I don't have any proof of this I don't know for sure but I've been on yeah. teams. I've been on teams where there's two top guys like a Dungy and in last year, and there's always issues, the entourages or the or the the, the whatever, um, right? You know, um, there's always issues, and so like I mean, Kenny played it off pretty good, like it was fine, but there's got to be some issues. Well, now those were those are gone. He's the number one guy, like you said. So that yeah, should be interesting to see, man. Um, uh, you know, he's back on Suzuki. So
0: yeah. All
3: right. All right. Thanks, Noah. Over. All right, Welcome to the show, um, our resident expert, two-time German Supercross champion, two-time Montreal Supercross champion, former top privateer in the sport, the man held, has held every number in the 30s, pretty much, um, that you could do, and he now works at uh, Western Power Sports slash Fly Racing. JT, welcome, welcome to the show. What's going on, man? Nothing. Taking a call from Noah about Kenny's new attitude. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Is it, is it a new attitude? I didn't think so. I don't think it is. What was his uh, – what was his – His. Well, did you see Kenny on – uh, Kenny on social media said he went snowboarding or, or, or did some sort of snowboarding post, which I saw. Um, yeah, but he's always been like that. That's like, what I think.
0: super out there like that. Like, he,
3: he never he never tweets the stuff or Instagrams the stuff with him on a bike rides or well, – he does a little bit, but uh, grinding, uh, work, uh, want it, design, you know, he never does that he doesn't do that.
1: Yeah, I mean every once in a while, but he's definitely not that guy.
3: No, no. For no. sure. Um, hey, we're we're going to um uh give away a set of light hydrogen gear on the show today. Yeah. And yeah, uh, absolutely. it's the stuff that Kennard and Pike are gonna wear this weekend. So
1: Yeah, yeah. It's uh, that's that's really cool, man. They were you know, Trey was pretty instrumental along with Andrew in developing that stuff from day one, so it's uh it's pretty cool to see it. Gets where it is now, and it's actually it's actually my favorite stuff. So I wear it, and all those Instagram stuff I do, I'm always wearing that stuff. So
3: well, there we go. It's a gear of choice for, for Jason Thomas. Uh, we're going to give it away as long uh, on the fly race and Moto 60 show presented by N Fab. N Fab, anything you need for your Jeep truck or SUV, they've got it, uh, including uh, some sweet new bars for um, my Ridgeline that make my Ridgeline look terrific. I'm I'm really
1: happy for you that that they you know finally got the Ridgeline. To take uh, care of. I talked
3: to Thomas from NFAB and they can't keep them in stock. They can't keep them in stock. They're flying out of the shelves. Is that because well, they're not making them?
1: I don't know that I believe that because I don't think that that many people buy Ridgeline.
3: No, no. So. Um, up 40% last year, sales of Ridgelines. 40% gain. Really? Yep. Wow. Still not that much, though. <laughs> you're, you're right about that. 40%
1: is a big number, though. It is. Right? No, I mean,
3: but I swear to God, up 40%. But they, they, I believe it. Right. I mean, that's a big number, though. I follow this kind of stuff. Um, yeah, I know. It's ridiculous. All right, let's get into the twenty. 20- you also watch hockey, which is it's like the same level of ridiculous. 2015 stuff. Monster Energy Supercar Series coming up. Now, we did our podcast. We did our picks. Uh, JT, you're going with Ryan Dungie. I am going with Kenny Roxon. Neither one of us are stamping that, though. For the title? Yeah. Yeah. I'm I, not stamping mine. I
1: mean, I, no, <laughs> I'm not. No, I'm, I'm barely even, like, pressing on
3: it. <laughs> I'm writing in one of those uh, feather pens. <laughs> yeah i'm in dry <laughs> race marker <laughs> right right it's gonna be nuts man it's really gonna be nuts with no the two fastest guys just pure raw speed lay it down week in and week out rv and js are not there and the um certainly we've seen barsha hall ass and Tomac could put down some good laps um but th- these guys are really close this is going to be a really close uh deal uh
1: yeah it should uh it should be interesting um I just think there's so many guys that can uh, that can basically be um, there. You know, I think yeah, yeah. you look at Kennard has kind of stepped his game up. Um, you know, Tomac is – I think he's finally ready. You know, we really didn't get to see what he was capable of last year. Uh, he kind of, you know, took that tumble with Weimer at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I think Chad's in a really good place, like you talked about. Dungy's always there. Millsaps is back. So, you know, where do you – it's really hard to just – start crossing guys off because I think there are a ton of guys that can make this happen.
3: Yeah. Um it, yeah, it's going to it's going to be uh, I'm definitely pretty pumped, I'm pretty excited for this season compared to uh, other years, you know. Uh 7025867857. Um so you think Donji's going to win the title and you certainly uh, have great theory behind that on just the consistency and the podiums and the speed. But you don't think he's got the most wins at the end of the year also, do you? No, no. Okay, not, no. so who's got the no, most? I have him
1: down for like two or three at the most.
3: So you think you can win the title? Two or three wins. Uh, Stanton won the title in like '92 with like I think four wins out of six, seventeen races. Right, and, so... and I think you have a valid point to where the guy that wins a title almost always has the most amount
1: of wins. You know yeah. that that's that's yeah. valid and that's uh-huh. factual. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I just think we're we're yeah. It's going to be kind of an anomaly this year. I think no, it's going to be a little bit different.
3: It's going, yeah. It, it's certainly. It's hasn't. It started off weird this season. Our defending champion is going to race the GPS, and the guy who had the second most wins in the series is suspended for the year. So it's certainly started out weird. You know, right, right. Um, hey, some of the some of the uh, surprises of the series. We touched on some of these guys in our race for X preview podcast, but some of them we didn't. And I thought about them a little more. I I spent about twenty minutes on the phone the other day with Josh Hill. And we talked about uh, his new deal and uh, different things and how it's going and uh, and his last season on the RCH bike and things like that. Um, and I started like I don't know, I just started maybe just because we had a good conversation and uh, but and he was the last guy I talked to, but maybe he could do something, you know? I mean, podium last year, he's got skills. Uh, he's at the bottom, quote unquote, at the bottom. Like he needs, he's got motivation. You know, he's probably not making a ton of money. Maybe maybe he's somebody that we're overlooking a little bit as far as a fifth to seventh place guy. You know, I mean, last year in the points um, he finished uh, eighth uh, and missed uh, three races. So, right, you know, not so okay, bad. Well, I, and I, I understand
1: why, where you're coming from on I just look at when I start looking at the the lineup. Where do you where do you put him in? Like, who do you have him better than? Or worse than...
3: I have a whole bunch of guys that he's, that he's going to finish behind. But who do you think he's going to beat? Well, we, when we have this... I went off the top of the show, the seven guys for title contender. Right. I mean, yeah, it's hard to see him beating any of those seven guys in the points. Obviously, there'll be some injuries. There isn't. Those seven guys are not going to go one through seven in the points in some order. There'll be yeah, some... of course. But you
1: always have to look at them yeah. first. You know? Oh, yeah. Just, you can't tell who's going to get hurt. So
3: No, no, absolutely. Um, I mean, c- c- can he be Andrew Shore? Sixth place? Seventh place I mean, in the I mean, think,
1: I think in races, sure, but I don't think in points he will. No, I don't I don't think so. All
3: right. Uh, hey, also. I don't think
1: he'll be Braden in points. I don't think he'll be short in points. Oh, uh, man. He may
3: finish better than those guys in an individual race, though, huh?
1: Sure. Yeah. Sure, sure, yeah. There's going to be races where he's going to have a great race, like New York or, or whatever, but right. I don't think over 17 races that he's better than those guys. You know, he may prove me wrong, and, and good for him if he does, you know. All right, but, right. I just, right now, sitting on Thursday before A1, I put those guys ahead of them.
3: Hey, something that people don't think about, uh, A1 coming up this weekend, and um, if I was a really good host, I would have started with this off the top. I should have. But anyways, um, A1 track, very simple, very easy, generally speaking. Not easy for me and tits, but easy for uh, supercross racers. Um, never, they don't want to go out and, and, and have a super steep learning curve for dudes. So it keeps everybody close. It keeps the racing tight, um, but not necessarily an indication of what we're going to see.
1: Yes and no. I've seen it that way. Um, Definitely has happened that way, but I've also seen it pretty difficult day one. Wow,
3: that's a long time ago, though.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I'm trying to think of uh, an example off the top of my head, but um, I certainly have seen what you're talking about happen. So um, we'll see what happens this year. You know, you can take a track map. And even if it looks simple on uh-huh. the map, it all it really all depends on how what angle they make the jumps, the spacing, how steep they make the whoops. Um, you know, they they can take a very simple looking track map and make it really technical if they want.
3: But they don't. Um, generally speaking. We'll see. I mean right. we'll we'll see. Okay. You should waffle some more.
1: Um No, I I mean I've seen it. I I really have seen it. I mean if you go back ten years ago. Yeah. Like I was saying, an A one was some of the most technical tracks of the year. Yeah. So um, you know, maybe they have gone to your theory a little bit, but I'm not convinced that it's just going to be like that every time from, you yeah. know, the end of time now.
3: Okay. Uh, well, hey, uh, something we didn't talk about either. Uh, I think some people at Anaheim will be going, who's that dude? It's Matt Moss. He's doing the first yeah. uh, six or seven or something like he did last year. And like he did last year, he'll be maybe a consistent main event guy. He's pretty quick.
1: Yeah, do you think they'll still be going, who's that guy? I mean, I'm sure, you know, some – Somebody will be, yeah, but I feel yeah. like he's, hes you know, he raced enough last year. He was in all the main events almost. I don't know. I think he, he's kind of made his name here at least. Obviously, and I'll show you, he's a legend. He's got a bunch of titles, but. Yeah. I feel like he's made his name here.
3: Okay. All right. Well, let's take some calls. 702 586 7857. Remember, folks are giving away a set of light hydrogen gear on the show. Uh, and thank you, everybody, for calling. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We appreciate it. Let's go to uh, Justin. Justin, what's up, man? Thanks for calling the show. Hey, man, a couple of things.
5: Uh, I was going to talk to JT while you guys are on here. I know okay. the weather down there in uh, your guys' neck of the woods is a little better than usual, a little colder. Um, was, you guys said they are going to be running the light hydrogen gear for A1. Do they? Do the riders have the choice to change that, or is Fly kind of asking them to run that stuff for the first race?
1: Uh, I really – I mean, they, they have the ultimate say. Um, you know, we bring gear to them, or, or Max does. Max is our, uh, you know, our, our, Max, our yeah. support manager. But he will bring gear to them every weekend. Uh, they can certainly give input, but it also comes down to our marketing strategies as well. You know, we we'll, we will coordinate our magazine ads and uh, commercial reads, just like you know what Steve does on his shows, to match up with what they're going to wear. Uh, so yeah. we try to we try to have that all working together as one. Um, so yeah, we we'll, we obviously will. Uh, Asked them if they don't mind wearing light hydrogen this weekend, and, and they but they always have uh, you know they have a veto power with anything like that for sure.
5: That's what I was curious about. Yeah. My next one, um, I know you haven't touched really on the lights class yet. I'm sure you plan on doing that. But we do. I get I get there as much. I was going to jump to while I was no on the go although, ahead. Uh, yeah. Hanny, I just I mean I'm a big fan of Hanny. I've seen him go up and down. It's just the lights class is still so unknown, and he seems like he's probably got the most knowledge going into A1 as
3: far as the lights riders goes. How do, you, how do you see that working out for him? I talked to a guy on the phone that is a good friend of his but has also uh, at times been been brutally honest with me about Josh and his problems and his issues. So this isn't like some guy that's like on, his, in, on team Hanny no matter what. And yeah. this guy told me he's going to win races. He doesn't think he's going to win the title. He said he's going to win races. And, and if you want to uh, move on to the 250 class a little bit, if you look at the 250 class – and I don't know exactly for sure. I'm not going to go on another rant about who's racing the classes and who doesn't. But I have Bowers, Aldridge, and Tonus on pro circuit. Mm-hmm. Mookie, Bishaglia, Geico, Cooper Webb uh, for the star guys. Um, and I don't know, JT, the uh, Rockstar Husky guys are fly racing this year. Do we know for sure who's it's, in uh,
1: Osborne and Bell.
3: Okay, Osborne and Bell. Um, I look at that those that list, and there's – no past champions in there. There's not a lot of race wins in there. Let's see. There's. No.
1: Um, Don't forget about Justin Hill either.
3: Well, that's what I'm going to say. Yeah, I'm, I'm, working yeah to that. I'm working to that. I'm um, working to so that. Hill does have. A, Hill is
5: riding West Coast. Though. Hill's riding
3: West. Um, okay. There's there's basically one race win between all those guys that I named, and, and that's Bowers. Um, Hill will be very very good. Everybody's telling me that he's flying. Now, besides Justin Hill. Who can Hanny? Who could? Who who do you look at that list and go? Oh, oh that guy's better than Hanny. Jesse right? Nelson, Justin, I think, would
1: be good as well. Yeah,
3: yeah that's true. But never, but never.
5: How, even... how does he feel in that
3: new KTM? I mean, is still is it still? Nah, they'll be fine. They got. I think they, those yeah. bikes
1: are really good, yeah. Justin. Yeah,
3: but Jesse Nelson's never even made the podium, so um, certainly he's going to be good and he'll take a step up. But he's never made a podium in the cost. so. Right. I mean, who? Do, I see Hill as the favorite, and after that, why can't Hanny win races? Well, yeah, I, I think Cooper I, Webb. I think honestly, Webb and yeah. Hill. Webb, yeah, okay. I think
1: yeah, Webb and Hill are basically the two guys that I would look at and say, if you're handsome, those are the guys to beat. You know, those are the guys you're worried about going into this thing. That's kind of the
5: way I was looking at it too. I just I see Haney having just so much more, just natural talent going into A one, being more prepared, and I I don't know just seems like his head's really in a good place, finally. And yeah. no, it's, I uh, Hope it works out for him.
3: JT, uh, Hanny, win a
5: race?
1: I would say so, yeah.
5: Yep. Win, win two races? Have,
3: win two races?
1: It's like real, a champion. Man. It's really, uh, I'm a little unsure just because I haven't seen Hansen ride. Uh, you know, I know yeah. what Hansen used to ride like. Um, yeah. If that's the same Josh Hansen, then without a doubt, 100%, he wins races. But I, I, I haven't seen him ride one lap you know one full lap at race speed or anything like that so it's Uh, been a couple years since he was out there doing that so that that's really the question for me when i watch practice and if i see the old josh hansen then yeah it's it's an easy for sure he's gonna win this guy i talked to be a title contender this guy i talked to
3: you know said josh has a a baby on the way he's been training he's been actually really training yep and his bike and everything is good so yeah could be all right man hey thanks uh thanks for calling justin I appreciate it. All right, thanks. Uh, let's get to our next call here. Uh, Sean, what's up, man? No, it's not Sean. It's just it's uh, Brian. Brian, what's up?
4: Yeah, since already somebody already brought up Josh Hansen, and uh, now that he'll
3: talk to you again, um, does anybody know if he's going to do any 450 East? Well, I hate to go back to the, my same source, but they said he's trying to. He's trying to do 450 East. On the East Coast, so I guess it's just money, right? Just a matter of getting money. Yeah,
4: it would be cool to see how
1: competitive he is with the with the big guys.
3: Yeah, well, uh, yeah. I mean, certainly, like we talked about, it's it's those guys don't fool around. They're pretty serious. Uh, so I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I like his success in the 450s as much as I do against the field that I just named in 250 West. So, but yeah, yeah. That's under- a
1: different. That's a different level of competitor you're talking about.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Those guys are mean. They do it for a living. <laughs> well, you're talking about the best of every
1: 250 guy that's ever moved up. Yeah,
3: know, yeah, no, uh, absolutely.
1: Who Basically who he's going against.
3: Yeah. All right, Brian. Thanks, man. All right, thanks. Thank you. Uh, Sean, what's going on? You want to talk about Jeremy Martin?
2: Yeah, how's it going, guys? Good. Um, yeah, I was just going to ask if you guys heard anything on how his injury is coming along or um, how that deal is going. And then I was also going to ask what you guys think, um, how he's going to perform this season.
3: JT, what do you think?
2: I think he'll be
1: fine. You know, the biggest thing for him is just to stay calm and, and basically forget about those troubles he had at the beginning of the last season because, you know, that from what we've seen from him, that's not Jerry Martin. You know, whatever was going on at the beginning of the season and the crashes and, and honestly just wasn't riding very well, uh, I don't really think that's what we'll see again. Um, he just needs to keep a clear head and go into it as the guy that finished the supercross season not the guy that started it and uh, if he does that he'll be he'll be legit podium threat every weekend yeah,
3: yeah. yeah I mean he I it's, think I think if you're Jeremy Martin in a star team regardless of his issues last year it's it's the expectation is a title like race wins and a title that's the expectations may not happen but for sure for sure you know consistent podiums that's, well, you
1: look at what he did to those guys outdoors. Yeah, that's what I mean. And yeah. that's everybody. So, I mean, he he won a supercross race last year. It's not like he can't ride supercross. So, sure, I I completely agree. with you.
3: Yeah. All right. Thanks. Thanks for the call, man. Thanks, Sean. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so, have a good one. Um, someone in the chat room said that Mookie's gonna be faster than Hanny, and Mookie uh, was almost faster than his brother at the Red Bull thing. I don't think you can take anything from that Red Bull thing, and. uh Translate it over. I think
1: the only thing you can take from it is that it was very, very, very long. <laughs>
3: it was very long. Um, <laughs> JT, one of the things we touched on, and people love it, loved it, to get behind these guys and talk about these guys, the privateer guys, um, we did our poll, and we got like 18 guys <laughs> that are main event dudes, um, you know, and, and so there's not a lot of room. It always is like that, and it always ends up there's some guys that sneak in there, but uh, the seven-deuce-deuce deuce out of Entenap, Nick Schmidt, Jimmy Albertson, um, Ben LeMay, Kyle Chisholm, somebody that we didn't talk much about, uh, uh, Kyle Partridge also, who's certainly got speed. Um, who do you like out of this group? Who do you like as a guy? Like, Remember the Nick Schmidt last year? It's, who the hell is that guy? Has his flowing mm-hmm. hair at the back of his helmet. Who's who's the Nick Schmidt? Ronnie Stewart? Uh, who's who's going to be a guy that... I don't does know. Lemay qualify in that group? I don't know if he does. I don't know. Yeah, that would that would be my easy choice because I think
1: Lemay is routing really well right now. Right. Uh, but I think he's borderline to be in that group because I think he may be a little bit better than that group.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, LeMay um, LeMay wears a uh, X brown goggle, so I pay attention to him and typically he gets a, a shitty start and works his way up to twelfth.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think he's got he's got some legitimate skills, so I think he may be ready to kind of break out of that um you know struggle in and out i think he'll mm-hmm. be consistently in there every time and he i look at him a lot like myself like once he gets into the main event he's actually really good it's just yeah battles to get in there every time so
3: yeah with the speed with the uh, yeah that yeah. starts and
1: getting in the you know putting yourself in position to yeah. to do well that was always the difficult part for me um uh,
3: nick way another guy i mean we love nick he's a good friend of both of ours and uh but, you know, it's going to be a tough, tough deal for him. I don't know if this is, uh, you know, no one wants to go out that way, and hopefully he, he's strong and puts it in most of the main events, if not all of them.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think he'll be fine. You know, last year, A1 was atrocious for him. I yeah, mean, it was yeah. maybe the worst I've ever seen him ride. And then after that, he just, you know, put it together, whether he yeah. outsmarted guys or got good starts. And got a, You know, he just finds a way to get in there. Uh, just cause He's got so much experience on his side, and he kind of knows – the ins and outs of how these things work. And I think that goes a long way for him uh, as far as getting in the main events. You know, he's, he's uh 34 years old now. So it's, <laughs> it yeah. it gets tougher as you get older. I, I know firsthand. So
3: it's, uh, it'll be interesting
1: to see if he can do that again or what, if he's better than he was last year or what. So
3: it's interesting that you, you said, you said the comment, he's smarter than them. And and I just wrote that on my sheet and circled it as you get older. And you were at this point too, JT, uh, um, you you don't you do feel like you're smarter than some of the guys you're riding around, right? And and it, and it helps you. It gets you like if it's the old thing. If you knew if you knew back then what you know now, but it it is true in super costs. Like I saw Nick, uh, you know, set some guys up and know kind of know what they were going to do ahead of time, and he would just sneak by them on the inside. You know,
1: yeah. It's it's just it, it's a combination of being older and wiser, and then just experience. You know, I know for me, I was. 200 plus supercross races, whether I qualified or not, um, I was still in that, you know, situation of qualifying over 200 times and Nick's in that same boat, but uh-huh. so you've seen everything that's going to happen. You've seen everything anyone can throw at you, you know, so you kind of know how things are going to play out before they, before they happen. Um, you know, if you, if you're in that seventh or eighth place spot in the semi, you know, you need to, you know, make moves like quick. And it's just, I think it's just a lot of things. These guys make poor decisions. And they force it when they don't have to if they have a couple laps left they'll take a chance when they necessarily didn't need to there uh, and it's just basically having that in your back pocket all the time that you've kind of already been down this road so many times uh, and these guys haven't so it's a pretty big edge you know I think it's it's hard to underestimate um, just the wisdom that that the older guys have you know there's obviously the opposite side of that where these young guys will they're willing to just lay it on the line and they have no fear of anything. And Mm. that's, that's tough to deal with sometimes as you get older, because you just don't have that same mindset. You're always kind of, uh, kind of choosing to, to make the smart decision over just throwing caution to the wind. And sometimes throwing caution to the wind works out. Sometimes it doesn't. So it's, it's always uh, a trade-off, I think, but that's, that's the battle for Nick is, can he, is he still willing to take the chances that it takes to to succeed in this sport, um, but also, you know, he's smart enough to have longevity and stay out of the crashes and yeah. all that. Kind of stuff. Yeah, it's, so it's finding that balance is, is the real battle.
3: He's always been good at that, staying healthy. It's a skill. It is a bit of a skill. There's no doubt. Um, all right, before we get to some more calls, rapid fire, rapid fire questions for you here, uh, JT. I have last year's points in front of me, all right? Uh, yeah. Justin Barsha, fifth overall, higher or lower? Lower. Wow. Just off the Barsha train. You are off the Barsha bandwagon. I'm not, I'm not letting you back uh, I on. Like, I have like six or seven. I'm not letting you I'm back not, on the bandwagon. Nope. You're out. You're done. Okay. Well, I, you, don't, you want me to waffle or you don't want me to waffle? No, I don't want you to waffle, but I'm saying I'm surprised okay. how anti-Barsha you are this year. I'm not, not anti-Barsha not at anti, all. Not anti, but not anti. You're
1: just not. It's more the field, and it's more I haven't seen anything from him
3: okay. in a long time. All right. All right. Rapid fire. I really Rapid haven't. Rapid fire. Andrew Short, sixth overall. Higher or lower?
1: same
3: Justin Brighton 7th overall higher or lower
1: uh i have him seventh, too i had those guys 6 and 7 so uh, yeah, right same spot Josh Hill 8 uh 8th higher or lower uh i have him i don't is higher 9 or 10 or lower lower would be 9 or 10 yes
3: right? yes lower is yeah, worse yeah so lower lower right. uh Brock Tickle ninth, better or worse
1: uh worse
3: Michael Lassi 10th better or worse worse Will Hahn 11th better or worse better weston pike 12 better or worse better 14 chad reed worse (laughs) (laughs) maybe take the four away oh he's looking good tits by the way did you hear that yeah Uh, all right let's get some calls and then we'll get on to our next guest chase Stallo. let's wrap up some of these calls uh dustin what's up man hey how you guys doing good how are you pretty good thanks uh i said a question. uh I know it
2: first round hasn't even happened yet, but uh didn't know if you had a time frame for say either some of the rookies or say some of the veterans, if they're not getting a certain amount of podiums or race
0: wins
3: by a certain time, like we start pushing the panic button on that and like what would it be? Um I don't I think Reed I mean Reed is really strong at the Anaheims. If he doesn't have a podium at the end of the three Anaheims, then you know, I think there's definitely gonna be some issues. I think there's gonna be some problems. Um if he doesn't get it by the by the by the third Anaheim, JT, I mean, what, do you think? what
1: about it, some of the rookies on there?
3: JT, what do you think?
1: Uh, for for Chad, yeah, I would say that leaving California, if he hasn't made his mark as far as being near the front, he doesn't have to necessarily win, but I would agree with you know if he hasn't landed anywhere on the podium by the time we leave California, then uh, it's going to be a struggle for him to win this title. Um, you know, I don't know that there's necessarily a panic button with him, especially the last, the way the last couple of years have gone for him. I mean, the, those were panic button years. So, um, yeah, I, I, I would say that California, Anaheims, whatever, whichever one you want to go with.
3: Um, and then, uh, I mean, really, the, the rookies. I think that the rookies, Dustin, like whatever they do, they do like they're rookies. You know, um, I don't know. I, I I wouldn't panic any one of those guys. They'll, they'll get they they'll get better and better every week. Um, unless it's a total disaster, but I don't see any of that happening. So,
1: Yeah, they all have you know multi-year deals, so yeah. whatever, no one's expecting them to win a championship this year.
3: Right. Thanks, Dustin. Awesome, thank you. Thanks. Uh, let's go to Scott. Scott, what's up, man? Hey, Steve, how you doing today? Good, how are you? Thanks for calling the uh, Fly Race and Moto 60 show presented by NFAB.
4: Good. You know, you you kind of touched us a little bit right when Tits put me on hold, but kind of the opposite end of it. I kind of scratched out 18 guys that are going to be almost Mm -hmm. guaranteed to make the main. Mm -hmm. You know, guys that make it all the time. Yeah. You know, the 800 was my 18th guy just because he's such a
2: good starter. Yeah,
4: yeah, I agree. So there's another 8 to 10 guys that are really good guys. Right. That aren't going to make the main. You know, out of that group I've got Weimer, Way, Noren, LeMay, Alberton, Chiz, Canada, Matt Moss, you know, which one of those guys do you think is the first one to legitimately not make the main? Just, you Dude. know, not a crash, not a yeah. break. Or...
3: How do you – you, you're saying Jake Weimer is on the bubble. That's crazy talk, but you're right. You yeah, know? I don't
1: think so. I think, I think Weimer's pretty much guaranteed to be in every time.
3: Okay, so that's 19.
1: Yeah, so that's 19 guys, yeah. I think, I think Medi as well.
3: Okay, that's 20. <laughs> yeah.
1: But I think, I think the guys that are really, really going to have their work cut out for them are guys like Top Jimmy, which is, all those guys can be in and are will expect themselves to be in. Right. It will be you know for them it'll be a complete disaster if they're not in. But it's not going to be easy. It's at least early in the season. You know maybe the the field thins out and they kind of are, you know they know they're going to get in that 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 those last few spots. But early on, it's going to be war for those last few spots. You know guys like Enicnap, man, that's you know we all love
4: Seven deuce Deuce, but
1: he's yeah, got a all tough these road to hoe to get in the main lot. events early in the season.
4: So what, what do you think about Norn? I know he's not the best Supercross rider in the world. Is, has he improved? Is he going to be able to get close to a main?
3: Mm, well, I mean, obviously <clears throat> the field thins out, you know. But, I mean, I, don't, I love Fast Freddy. But, I mean, he didn't do much in the two of the East Supercross series. No, if it's the same guy that I saw last year in
1: Supercross, he's going to have a pretty tough time of it. Um, but maybe he's better. Outdoors, he was incredible. So maybe he's, yeah. he's figured it out.
3: Yeah, yeah no, absolutely. Sure. All right, thanks, Scott. Hey, thanks for taking my call. All right, thank you. Ryan, what's up, man? Ryan. Paul, what's up, man? No, it's Ryan. Ryan. The phone system is melting down. Nobody is there. All right. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, F- Fly Race and Moto 60 show uh, re- uh, presented by NFAB. Infab uh, Jeep and Truck Parks. Uh, industry leader in making quality Nerf bars, pre-runners, other off-road accessories. They design and manufacture the strongest, most durable, best-looking bars out there. Uh, fantastic guys uh, supporting the sport, off-road teams, uh, Supercross teams with the JGR Toyota team, and uh, and always uh, looking to expand. Uh, so n-fab.com. And, of course, Fly Racing. Fly Racing's light hydrogen gear. They revolutionized the world of light-rate uh, light racing apparel inspired by Trey Kennard and Andrew Short. The light hydrogen line has been fine-tuned over the past four years to set the standard in what riders expect at a racewear 2D buckle system. It's patented, JT. It's patented. It's ours. Uh, Follow them on social media at Fly Racing USA. All right, let's get to Paul. Paul, what's up, man?
6: Hey, how's it going, Steve? Good. I think
3: I hung up on you before. My bad. No problem. All right.
6: I just wanted to ask about uh, what you thought about Canard's switch to the KLAB suspension where he did so well with that in the National. He did pretty well at Monster Cup. Yeah. Do you think that's going to make a big change for Supercross? Um,
3: yeah, I mean, how can you not think so, right, JT? I mean, look what he did outdoors and, and in uh, the Monster Cup. And how, how, yeah, how could you not, not think he's just going to continue on?
6: So you're well, going more on the mental side of it then. Uh,
3: well, I think the stuff like, – well, you know, you know, I don't know if you're, if you're a frequent listener of JT and I arguing back and forth over – Bikes versus riders and, and all that kind of stuff and and I stand firm yeah, yeah. that you know a rider is ninety percent of the equation but you'd have to be an idiot to not say think that that KYB suspension whatever they're going whatever they're doing is suits his style because um, that was no accident what he kept doing week after week in the outdoors and at the Monster Cup yeah so. for sure JT I mean you see yeah. any reason why yeah no I whether whether the the suspension is that much better uh, that's anybody's
1: guess but the tray it is and that's all that matters in his head it's better so he, i don't care what it's doing you know inside those fork tubes the guy that's riding the bike is much much faster with this setup so you know we have to look at that and you know the monster cup was kind of a, a preview i think of the tray we're going to see two days from today so you know whether it's real or, or imaginary the different guy on the bike when KYB's on there
3: yeah yeah, okay. I'm excited
6: to see it. I was, I was pretty pumped for him at Monster Cup. I was really hoping he was going to take
3: it. Yeah, he was. He was close, man. And had there not been a million dollars on the line, he probably would have, uh, you know, just backed it down and taken the overall, you know. But
6: yeah, that that can weigh on your mind a bit.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. You know what I would do for a million dollars, Paul? You don't want to know what I'd do. You don't want to know. <laughs> Thanks, man.
6: Trace yeah, I just wanted to ask if uh, if Internet is going to be writing any columns about his experiences this year.
3: Yeah, yeah, I want to. Uh, I wanted to, He told me he, wanted, he was going to do it. Um, he also told me he was going to do a little bit of a podcast. But I think he's just in A1 yeah. mode right now. But I'd like to get him to do that. It's it's a nice look at a privateer's life on the road, for sure.
6: Yeah, that's a fun read.
3: Yo, thanks, man. So,
6: I think uh, what you should do for another segment in the uh, the Pulp Show is get uh, Devin to read Antic column.
3: Yeah, that'd be pretty good. Because, yeah, both of them together. That'd be actually a nice combo. I like it. I
6: think you got like the uh the really good reading comprehension and the really good writing,
3: writing. style. <laughs> right, exactly. Like. Should be a combination that would probably blow up the earth. All right. Thanks, Paul. All right, thanks. Thanks. Um All right, JT. That's it. We're done with you. Uh, You're out. Oh, we gotta all give right. we gotta give away a set of light hydrogen gear. Do you want it? Do I want it? No, I'm good. I think oh, I okay. have a success laying around here. <laughs> I just remember that right now. Um Okay, uh, thanks, buddy. Appreciate it, and uh, I guess you're flying in tomorrow, so I'll see you in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yep. Nine o'clock. Be yeah. there. Good times, bro. All right, thanks. All right, see you. guys. See you, Jason Thomas. Everybody, WPS's own fly racing zone. Jason Thomas. From that, let's uh, segue right over to our next guest. Uh, probably still feeling the effects of a, of, a, of a New Year's Eve celebration. Racer X's own Chase Stallo. Chaser, what's up? Yeah, hanging in there, man. How you feeling? Oh. It was a rough night, we will say that. It's a rough night. Uh, <laughs> it was a rough night. I, I asked you to come on today, and you were like, I don't know. And I'm like, dude, it's 3 o'clock your time. Like, how bad can it be? <laughs> well, we, we made it. We made it. Right. <laughs> um, hey, um, uh, welcome to the show. Uh, thanks for doing the very first uh, 2015 edition of the uh, Fly Race and Moto 60 show presented by NFAB. All right, we'll get right to the chase here. Uh, get it? Get right to the chase? Oh, nice. um, I like it. Give me your surprises in the 450 class and give me your disappointments, a couple guys each. What do you think?
1: Oof.
3: You know what? I mean, I think
1: uh I think that some of the rookies are going to surprise. Um I think Anderson's going to be good. I think Seely's going to be good and I think Wilson's going to be good. Which I don't know if that's really a surprise or not,
3: but well, What are, what do you mean by good? Where are they going are they going to get podiums? I think they're going to have some podiums. Okay. Um, All three guys, podiums.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Not early. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. it'll come later in the year. But yeah, I mean, if you look at Sealy, he's had a podium. He had one last year, mm-hmm. so yeah. I don't think that's far-fetched. And, and Wilson last year was had the speed. Um, you know, we'll see if he's kind of worked out his issues. But I think it's there. And then uh, you look at Anderson. What well, he did at the Monster Cup. So yeah, I don't uh, think it's that that far-fetched.
3: Yeah, Anderson getting the fastest qualifying time at the Monster Cup was amazing balls. To me, anyways. You know?
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, surprising for sure. I mean, I think, you know, he went to Sweden this whole season to do a race, um, which I think helped. So he's got a little bit of, you know, time in on that Husky, which, you know, I think is going to help him, you know, early in the season.
3: If If you're Anderson and you struggle coming out of the gate for whatever reason, it's just not coming together, and you're on the Husky and it's basically – A little bit different than a 2014 KTM, but not much. It's basically, what you know, kind of what Dunge rode. Uh, Not so much what Dunge rode, but what uh, Shorty rode um, last year. It's SSX uh, package, race package on the uh, Husqvarna. Um, And you struggle a bit. Are you like, hey, I I wish I had Dungey's bike, do you think? Is that even an option? or It's not an option, obviously, but is that even like something that goes into your mind?
1: I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, I think he's which all rookies, I think, are probably doing this year. I mean, I think this is a learning year. I don't think, you know, the team's putting pressure on him to win. So, I think if he comes out and gets 10th to 12th the first couple rounds, like, I don't think there's a reason to panic. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think with all these guys, I think it's going to take five to six rounds to really just get in the groove, you know, wear off the
3: nerves.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's a, it's a big move that, you know, I, I think people kind of underestimate how big it is.
3: Yeah, no doubt. 702 586 7857. Give us a call. So, all right, Chaser, who are some of your disappointments? And, I, you know, Ooh. I don't mean, you know, you don't need to get any riders', riders wives mad at you like I do seem to do. <laughs> but what do you think? Like, what, who's going to, who do you think's going to have a rougher time? You know, one of the guys that JT yeah. kind of thinks is Barsha. I mean, and rougher is relative. You know, JT still thinks he's going to be super fast, but. He doesn't really see him maybe winning races or anything.
1: Yeah, and I, you know, I think it's hard to say disappointments um before round one. So I think it's more of questions. Um but yeah, I think Barsha has to rebound, man. It, last year was, you know, for whatever reason, it just wasn't good. Um, you know, no way no way around it. So and I don't really think the Monster Cup really proved anything either. So, you know, this is the first time in his career he hasn't been on Honda, so you know, I think it's crucial for him to get off to a good start um, early. Like the first couple of rounds, he needs to, you know, be battling up there. Um, so, I think that's a question. I think, you know, can Reed stay healthy is a question. Um,
3: oh, JT's You know, so it's, been couple, it. of, yeah. JT's it's been a couple – yeah. JT's has been a couple years, so,
1: you know, without making all the rounds. So, I think that's that's a question. And then, you know, I think Dunkey has some questions. I mean, I think, you know, Villapoto gone – you know, he has to feel this is his title to win. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think there's a lot of questions coming into this weekend, man. But, yeah. you know, and I, I don't think we're going to get them all at A1. But, of course not. Um, you know, I, I think this year is really stacking up to be probably one of the wide openest years we've had in recent memory.
3: Well, I mean, look, the four-time champion is gone, and the guy who finished uh, second to him in wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year and is no doubt you know an all timer James Stewart is gone also. So yeah, it's it's we've never had such a you know a departure uh from the class from one year to the from the year, one year to the next. Um what do you think of uh Privateers? Who's gonna be the Nick Schmidt of twenty fifteen? Who's gonna be the guy like who is that dude? It you know what it, it's gonna be rough. Uh, for the profiteers (laughs) this year, I think. Um, What number is rough in my program? I'm looking for rough.
1: (laughs) Well, well, (laughs) what I I was kind of getting to is, you know, I think I went through a couple days ago and it was 21 guys that you're probably considering for locks for the main. I mean, that's going down to Josh Grant, Jake Weimer. Yeah. um, You know, those guys. So, you know, and I think I wrote this a couple weeks ago that it's really going to take injuries for (laughs) – the guys like Nick Smith and Ronnie Stewart and those type of guys to really start getting into mains. I think, mm-hmm. um, it, it's just really going to be tough, man. There's a lot of guys that are good this year. Um, yeah. So, you know, I look for, I like, I like Smith. I think he's going to be good. I mm-hmm. like Ronnie Stewart. I mean, the same guys that had success last year. Yeah. Um, and, but if you look at Stewart, he didn't start making mains till he was about halfway through the year. Um, Now, Schmidt made Anaheim one, so, you know, that could tell us something. But, you know, it it really took some injuries for those guys to really become main event regulars, Um, which uh, I hate to say, but I think it's going to be the case this year as well.
3: Yeah, I, I I was pumped on Schmidt, but, man, at the Monster Cup, he was not good. I don't know what was going on with him, what happened. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, I, I
1: think he's on Suzuki's this year, too, so uh, yeah. he made the switch. So. It's
3: dangerous to draw conclusions from the Monster Cup in October, you know? But you know, Yeah, it's, it, it is. Tough. I think that's just, um, you know, I think it kind of is what it is. Let's get some phone calls here. Tom, what's going on? Thanks for calling the show. Hey, how's it going? Good. What's happening? Uh oh, too
4: much. Hey, I just wanted to know uh, what you guys think about uh, Team JGR there in the 450s. Do uh, Barsha and Pike have a consistent season, or will it be filthy filthy racing?
3: Well, the way our sport is, um, you got to think that injuries are going to strike. Now, having said that, uh, Pike, it seems indestructible. Pike seems indestructible. He doesn't, like, I don't know how he's going to get hurt. And Barsha, well, I mean, yeah, you know, he got hurt last year, but generally speaking, he's pretty reliable too. So I, I don't know if Filthy Phil can get in or not this year. What do you think, Chase? Yeah,
1: I don't think he's going to see nearly as many races as he did last year. Um, Like you said, uh, Barsha's relatively had a pretty healthy career, and, uh, you know, Pike, he's just Western Pike. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
3: um, Yeah, you know, one or two races I think will be all right for Phil. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Thanks, Tom. Yeah, thank you. All right, thanks. Doug, what's going on?
6: Hey, I just wonder what your thoughts are on James Stewart going to the GPs
3: no, he can't go to the GPs. He's, he's suspended He, for, he F- wouldn't qualify for it. No, suspended by the FIM, so that includes GPs. You know, he can race in Canada though, because their national series is not affiliated with the FIM. And there oh, is, well, that would be sweet. But there is zero chance that James Stewart races in Canada. <laughs> and then, are
6: you going to be uh, Texan Seven Deuce Deuce some line choices when you're at A1, A one? Always. Four time Mantova champion.
3: Oh yeah, no, always. I'll use my vast supercross experience to uh, to help nice. the guy out. No doubt about it.
6: And then uh, people need to get on the 7
3: Deuce Deuce website and buy some shirts. Buy some Only like five gallons of gas to support the guy. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Help the 7 Deuce Deuce out. Help make rap – buy Subway and make rap records. Thanks, Doug. Wait. Thanks. Steven, what's going on? Steven, you there? Oh, yeah. I saw you breaking up a little bit. Oh. Uh,
4: <clears throat> you yeah, had a question. Um, I'm just sitting here looking through some pictures of guys and stuff, and uh, I noticed um, – you know, with, with Chad Reed switching over to Cali a year ago, he's running the, um, you know, the, the show at air suspension and, um, <clears throat> he didn't seem to like it on his Honda. And I was wondering like why guys seem to like it more on the Cali versus the Hondas. And also if he had gotten the chance to run the KYB on his Honda, do you think he would have stayed, um, running that bike? Oh, uh,
3: that's hard to say. Um, Hard to say if you know if Chad got a chance to put on KYB if he if he would have stayed or not. Who knows? Um different bikes, different chassis mean different things for the fork, you know. Um Suzuki guys run Triple Air also, uh the shower ones, and they love it, you know. Uh the same ones that Canard that couldn't wait to get off his bike. So, um, just different chassis, man. Different uh uh, uh you know uh, rake and trail and um Thickness of aluminum and different welds and, and and spots, so you really can't say for sure. It doesn't just apply. It's not apples to apples when you take them off. You know, the, this bike they work good. It, it's so many other things that go into that. So right, and you know the the each team kind of has their own suspension guy, even though they're running Showa. There's like Showa assigns the team their own guy, and maybe the guy that certain teams have isn't as smart as another guy. I'm not saying you know who knows. Because they don't really share uh, secrets that way. The teams like to keep everything like, hey, what we're doing is what we're doing in our team. Do not let anybody else know that. And that goes for tire guys, too. There's different tire compounds for different teams that they've tested, even though they're all Dunlops. You know what I mean? So maybe one guy servicing it, revaluing it, knows a few things that another guy doesn't know. So it's hard to say. There's all that in there.
4: Right. Yeah, I was just curious because, like I, like I said, I was looking through and I was just like, yeah, you know, it seems like the Honda guys don't want to run them. You know, I know Sealy likes them, but other than that, yeah, you know, all the other brands seem to like them. So,
3: no, how do sure. you think
4: uh, Roxon will, will do coming from um, his KTM going over all that different stuff?
3: I think he's good. I think I think Roxon's my uh, my championship favorite, but just by a slight bit. I think nothing wrong with Kenny. He'll he'll uh, win he'll win races and be right in the mix for the title. I think. So cool. All right, thanks, man. All right, thanks. Thanks. Dave, what's going on? Thanks for calling the Fly Rates and Moto60 show. Hello? Hi, Dave. Oh, How are you doing? Good. I got a question. Okay, now has the
2: Kawasaki guys like Millsaps, okay, the Honda guys, uh, Barsha and all, all these guys, have they got two-year contracts?
3: Uh, Yeah, Barsha's got two years, I believe.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, well, I'm worrying about Dungy. If he doesn't do too good this year, isn't that going to believe his power? Because he ain't going to have nowhere to go because he's on, the, you know, unlike the off years, everybody's got these two-year contracts. You know, his value is, you know, if he
3: don't. I think Dungy say, signed a new deal last year. and um, Oh, he did? I
2: thought he was still.
3: No, was no, I believe year. he's on another two-year deal. So Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I can't be absolutely sure. They don't make this stuff all public all the time, but
2: that's yeah. what
3: the rumor was. So Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I thought he was like, you know, the off year that yeah. everybody else was going there. Yeah. Um. Uh, no. Nope. All right, Dave. Thanks, man. Okay. Thanks, bro. All right. Thanks. All right, There's no doubt that Eli Tomac's going to be the hottest guy in 2016. Hey, Chaser. Yeah. Yeah. Ch- uh, Eli Tomac will be the guy that everybody wants. Yeah, I think so. His contract's um, up, and it's going to be go time. Yeah, I and mean, just back up the dump,
1: back up the money truck, man. He's, yeah. he's going to rake it in next year. <laughs> yeah.
3: Hey, before we let you go, uh, oh, by the way, the fly gear winner is Scott uh, McElroy. Uh, I. I he tweeted me and gave me some questions to ask. So I'm going to just give it to him. So you win, Scott. The Fly Racing light hydrogen gear used by Canard and Short, uh, inspired by them as well, and patented 2D buckle system. Follow them on social media at Fly Racing USA. Chaser, so 250 West. Now, we don't really know who's riding it for sure, but I have Bowers, Aldridge, and Tonus for PC.
1: No, Tonus is out. He's east.
3: But the PC Twitter feed said,
1: He's going oh, really? to
3: make his debut in A one. Yeah. Oh wow! I thought yeah. he heard his hand. No, no, I'm his with you. Their tweet, okay. their Twitter feed. said to me. That. So, uh, Mookie Bichette, Geico, Cooper Webb, Star, Alex Martin, uh, Rock River. I
1: think Plessinger's, Plessinger's doing West
3: as well. As well. Okay. Uh, yeah. I think so Hanson, Osborne, Nelson, uh, Justin Hill. Um, Hill's got to be the favorite. But if you look at this group of guys. There's one win there with Bowers.
1: Yeah, there's uh it, it's weird. I looked it up the other day. There's uh, – other than Bowers, I guess, including Bowers, there will be four race winners. And uh, there's Darren Durham, Justin Hill, and Josh Hansen. So there's not <laughs> – you know, it's not like the West last year where you had Wilson, Seeley, Anderson, you know, kind of veteran guys that, you know, were the clear-cut favorites. I mean, I think this year's wide open, and I really think it comes down to – Probably Cooper Webb and Justin Hill. Um, but there's not a lot of battle-tested championship experience there. So, I mean, I don't think you can count on a guy like Josh Hansen who has the most experience. Um, you know, he wrote the 125 class, for God's sake. So, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it, it's, I think experience is really going to help him this year. Um, so, I don't know. I think a lot's going to be told at A1 uh, regarding that class, for sure.
3: Would you put Hill as a favorite? Like I like I said,
1: I have Webb as the favorite. Um, I think that
3: championship battle oh, well, last year and where are you? And where are you from, Chase? I'm from South Carolina. Okay, and, where, and where's <laughs> Webb from? North Carolina. <laughs> oh, good enough.
1: Okay, yeah, <laughs> close enough. Carry on. Um, no, I really just think that the
3: outdoor <laughs> title chase with
1: uh, Jeremy Martin last year gives him the edge, and and honestly, that's the only reason.
3: Yeah. Yeah, no, I I, I, mean, I could definitely see Webb winning a race and, and yeah, winning, winning the title too. Um, Justin Hill certainly looked pretty good at the Monster Cup, and he really broke through last year. So, and you know, that bike in that team is really good. So, um, and Bowers, I, I still think Bowers is just too big, man. Just... Yeah, and
1: it's, just, it's tough because, I mean, you got to think. Bowers, uh, I think some people forget, like, he rode supercross. Like, he didn't just go straight to arena cross. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he didn't really have much success, so you know I think obviously things are different now. Um, but you know it—it'll mm-hmm. be interesting to see how he does. I, I don't know. Um, again, I think a lot is going to be made um, Saturday. So,
3: hey, one of the rumors going around is that Freeze is potentially going to be a fill-in on the East Coast for PC. Do you, have you heard that? And do you heard anything more?
1: Well, I, I heard that, and then two days later, I got the Moto Concepts photo shoot. And he's in it, so <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You never know with that team. So, yeah, yeah. Um,
3: that's something that definitely keep an eye on. You yeah, know, it would be good for him though, and
1: you know, mm-hmm. he's a uh, he's a sleeper for sure.
3: Who's going to be okay? So you added up the wins, and there was four of them, or something. Uh, four race winners. Well, four,
4: four different race yeah. winners. Okay,
3: so, so yeah. Who's going to be the first guy? I think I already know your answer, but who's going to be the first first time winner in the two fifty class?
1: Uh, I think it's Webb. I'm mad. Or, or I'll give you another one. Um, Jesse Nelson. I yeah. think he could win.
3: I think Nelson wins a race, too. I do.
1: I, I think we have three to four winners in the West. Um, and I said, uh, I don't know where I said it, but I don't see one guy getting four to five wins. I mean, I think it's going to be consistency is going to win the championship.
3: Uh, I think I think Hill's going to win more than you think. You think he's gonna win five? Um, uh, yeah, maybe not five. You're right. That's yeah, that's a lot, right? Um, yeah, that's a lot. That's yeah. almost you know, yeah. half the races. No, so. for sure. No, it's over half. Yeah, Osborne too. Don't forget about Osborne. I mean, I've been a little bit disappointed by some of his supercross finishes the last few years. Uh, but I'm a, I'm a, you know I'm a fan of Zach and uh, I want to see him do well and maybe the new bike is the answer.
1: Yeah, I mean, you also got guys like Darren Durham, um, Shane McElrass. I mean, there's a lot of talent out,
3: yeah. as
1: usual. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, Durham's, Durham's tricky because he can't seem to stay healthy, but, you know, he's won races. He's been on podium, So, you know, I don't think we can completely write him off. Um,
3: no.
1: So, you yeah, know, like I said, I think consistency and not having that bad finish. You know, last year... See, Lee and Anderson went pretty much 1-2 every race, or one, two, three. 2 um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And Wilson didn't, and that's where he got hurt. So, um, you know, I think, again, if we see something like Webb, Hill, Hanson
3: yeah.
1: in the mix. Mm-hmm. I think it's whoever can consistently be a podium guy. I don't think you need to win five races to win it.
3: no. No. Uh, all right, Chaser. Thanks, man. Thanks for your contribution. I appreciate it. Always good stuff. Yeah, man. Um, are thanks you going? Are, are you going this weekend? Or when are we seeing you? No, nah, I'm out. Okay. Um, See you on the East Coast. Coast. All right. yeah. We got we got handful out there on the West. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: Saving uh, saving the company some money.
3: Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> Coombs will be happy. Your bonus is in the mail. Um, <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Chaser. I appreciate all you do. Thanks, man. All right, man. See everybody. you, bye. All right, everybody. Uh, a successful first edition of the. Uh, First uh, Pulp, um, or Fly Racing Moto 60 show of the 2015 season. Tits, successful? I would definitely call it a success. Really? Yeah, uh, 100%. I don't even want you in the studio next week if Dungey wins because you're just going to uh, be. I, I'm going to be just over the moon. You're not even going to be able to focus. Yeah. Fly Racing Moto 60 show presented by NFAB. Thanks, everybody, for uh, calling. Lots of calls again. Appreciate it. We're going to give away stuff every week. n going to give away some stuff as well. Coming in, and uh, we'll be here every Thursday at noon Pacific, and you can get the archives on Stitcher, on the Pulp app, under the Moto60 show, uh, and uh, iTunes, and I don't know, Tits, what else? That's about it. That's oh, where I go, iTunes. You can get the Pulp site, too. And the site. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We appreciate it. Fly Racing, Moto60 show. We's out. We'll see you next week, same time, same place.